0: Roger.
1: It's a good show. Yeah, okay, I think
2: you're pulling the wrong one. I okay. just Okay, I'm ready to pull it down now. There was still a little bit uh, left in the... Okay, don't hold the right so tight.
1: See? what?
3: Huh? what?
2: I'm just. Okay, I'm ready to pull it down now. still, Hi! Welcome, Welcome to the, the podcast. podcast. This is how, how it's, it's gonna, gonna start. Wick stick stand lag. Butter, up a cadillac Coming up to double deck. Smells like a hot attack. I got a Christmas fall, my friend. I'm gonna break on out the bat, I'm gonna blather you up like a soap doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Live to Tape with Johnny Pemberton here on Live to Tape
4: with Jimmy Peppercorn, the double duster, the dad raster, the big car explosion, down daddy's big red truck driving straight down the jackfruit expressway only here on the executive buffet featuring your hands on the branch with jimmy jackson Javen jeffries me it's me just me sorry just me it's johnny pemberton this is the theme from fletch
2: (laughs) (laughs) can you feel that heat everybody okay
4: i got to let you know a few things. Number one, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can do it on iTunes, or you can do it on a... Uh... I guess wherever you can do that, you can do it. Jesus Christ, these horn stabs are loud. Also, the only way to support the podcast is to go to patreon.com slash live the tape. There's multiple engagement levels, but, you know, it's pretty much, pretty much all good. Patreon.com slash live the tape. Fun stuff happening over there, for real. Patreon.com. Pay, Patreon.com slash live to tapes. The only way you can support the podcast. Support the podcast if you're listening, because you're listening to it for freaking free. I'm fucking, you listening to it for fucking free. I'm not going to do a long intro here because I don't have time because I've just been traveling like crazy. I was in Wisconsin, went on an air show, got sunburned, and everyone except me got stung by bees, and it was cool. And then I was uh, backpacking in the, the smoky Yosemite Park, getting fucking smoke blasted. And water blasted And everything really good and cool and fun And that's going to be a whole other podcast Coming up here soon as well But for right now This is the podcast Those will be coming down the chute Down like not a parachute Like a chute, like a tube, like logs Shoot down back when they used to cut them up in the mountains They'd shoot them down in a freaking flume, dude Okay If you're, if you're a first time listener uh, Welcome to this this is, this is generally the vibe we're setting here it's a collective vibe. By listening to this, you and of, it, of yourself are listening to the thing that you are being. So if you don't listen to it, it's not there. So thank you for listening so much. Again, the Patreon page is patreon.com slash live to tape. And please rate, review, and subscribe. I got some... This What? I don't even know. Please welcome my guest. He's a dear old buddy. He's a hilarious comedian. You know him by the name, uh, Brendan Walsh. He's also been a part of something called The Bone Zone, also known as the Bone Zone, or however you want to call it. Either way you scratch it, it's still going to itch, okay? Here it is.
5: I
0: i so- Zero.
1: zero two zero. GETI is zero zero four. Roger 213 3, is NA. Yes. Delta VP 0,
0: 0,
2: 00197. 0, 0, 1, 0, 0, 003.
4: 0, 0, 003. 0, 0, 00152. didn't ro- did not copy last transmission Roger over please repeat Act- assassin 23 actual this is uh assassin actual 26. we do not copy are you hearing
2: oh Roger
5: phone again. You phone are, you- are you getting through are you hearing what we're hearing we're having some difficulty here we're- we can't
2: we're not coming through Confirmation, please. We have full full confirmation, confirmation bias. Okay, I, I told you I didn't hear it. I didn't fucking hear what he said. Look, we're up in space here. I can't hear what you're saying. There's a guy who's saying stuff. There's also some music. I'm not playing the music, okay? Houston, do you copy? I'm not playing the music. It's someone else. Do you hear that? He, copy. Do you hear that sound? It's a it's a, it's a third. Do you, I don't hear that sound. Do you hear it? it Something. Like it could be a motor. Roger over. Roger. Hello? We're on we're in space right now. Do you hear this? We're in space. Are you there? Space, hello? We're in space, we're still here. What?
1: Distance from Earth 9,002 nautical miles.
2: Okay, now you're coming through. Now we hear you. Uh, Roger, we confirm that it is off. No, it should, yeah, we do, like, what? it should be on, actually. It should, technically, it should be on. Okay, I'm hearing the synthesizer again. We're just trying to get... <sighs> Could you turn down the synth, please? Over. Okay, we're looking at the synth turned down. Roger. The guest is on his way. He's late. He got caught in
1: traffic. This is Apollo Control at yeah. 4 hours 44 minutes. OK. A news conference at Kennedy Space Center is no. about to begin. Nope, we're not doing we that. We take down the live circuits and tape air to ground during this news conference. Uh, we back after the conference. No, this, this is, is... Mission Control. We're not, we're
2: not doing that. Oh, hi, the guest is here now. I guess we can start. Hey, uh, hey just let you know we're in space space um well that's oh. great
4: hey we're in space right now do you hear everything
6: i mean technically we're always in space
4: yeah i guess dumbass
6: i'm dumb for saying something, something
4: profound, profound. I, no, I i didn't say you're dumb
6: this is apollo control at five hours did you hear that? 11 minutes into the mission
4: i guess fine. the five.
1: s4b slingshot maneuver was completed about five minutes ago did you hear that yeah designed to put the third stage of the launch vehicle into Look, a trajectory we'll take it uh, behind the trailing edge of the moon hey, and then into a solar orbit houston
4: can you give us a second uh, the please crew
1: did not Houston. Uh, witness this Houston. maneuver, the Houston. Uh, Houston module was not in the proper Houston, attitude. Houston, can you, you please give us a second? For
2: me at the time. Houston? 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 Uh, we've advised a crew. Houston? Houston? Uh, okay, I think we've... Houston, um, hey Brendan. Hey Johnny. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for mm-hmm. having me. This
6: is really great.
4: Yeah, I'm excited to be here. We're in the total darkness right now because we are on, uh,
6: on the space.
4: We're in space.
6: Yeah, you don't want to use too much electricity. Yeah,
4: you got to be careful in the command module in space because if you use too much electricity, you'll fry the fry the board that those nerds made.
6: Hey, can I just set this uh, super big gulp of Mountain Dew down anywhere?
4: Yeah, just make sure you have it have the uh, the, the Velcro fastened because we don't want to know what's going to happen if you de-vel- defasten the Velcro. Aye, aye, Cap. So we've got this weird scent in the background. I can't do anything about it. So I'm just letting you know that's happening.
6: Did Duncan Trussell stow away?
4: Yeah, that's Duncan right there. <laughs> he's trapped.
6: Duncan, around. shut up!
4: <laughs> I mean, he, he's been praying forever now. Yeah, it's really hard to listen to, but I think it's beautiful
5: though.
4: It's beautiful. It's it's beautiful. As beautiful. Yeah, we just have an issue. Charles count. Barkley would say mm-hmm. that's, that's terrible. He does say that. Does he say something terrible?
6: Terrible. We do not believe that we'll do the uh, no. course correction. No. That guy sounds like Lyndon B. Uh, Johnson. We'll for, he does. Uh, I think. Are they from the same state? you think. A, Definitely. What state are they from? Texas, right? I don't know. I don't know that much about either of those guys. LBJ. I mean, there was when I lived in Austin, it was just uh, fucking LBJ. Everything. LBJ Museum. So he's library. a Texas guy. Lady Bird Johnson was his wife, and they named lakes and shit after her. Is
4: it true that LBJ did a total snow job on everybody?
6: What's the?
4: I heard he did a snow job, but he was like fooling the Dem- fooling the Democrats to get like. Wasn't he like a? um... A lot of people say that he was like a. <laughs> you know, he like tricked everyone into thinking that he was like,
6: like uh, a racist Democrat.
4: and a Dem- and a hated poverty. When actually he was, he did all that stuff to sort of uh, what do you call it? Like a red herring type thing, sort of like a pull uh, the
6: wool over everyone's eyes. Yeah,
4: he pretended to be one way to get stuff passed, and then once he got into power, he did all these things. But we remember him. This is a person who has. I remember as a guy knows who killed very Kennedy. He did, did he kill Kennedy. I mean, he was involved. I don't think he was involved.
6: Yeah, he knew. He knew what happened.
4: How do you think he you know? Because why would they want him in there? He wasn't like a fucking puppet, was he? Yeah, of course. What do you mean, of course? He's a politician from Texas. I think you're. Th- I think you're speaking from your uh, certain type of part of your brain that doesn't doesn't trust anybody.
6: Uh, uh I don't know about. I got my brain working just so fine. My brain is like a really smart meatball stuck high in the side of my skull. Sometimes find a
4: meatball, but I can't find one big enough for me. My brain
6: is like a meatball, but it's made of Spaghetti-O. It's a meatball made up from a Spaghetti-O material. You can't do that voice anymore. <clears throat> Why well, I get a
4: they will get uh, fired from um, uh, you'll Father
6: be, Guido Sarducci'll see you'll, me. You'll
4: be kicked out of a restaurant. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I'll be shamed out of uh, out of an Olive Garden.
4: I think that's that would be a funny thing to get kicked out of. Wouldn't it be funny if all if these people who are getting kicked out of restaurants were getting kicked out of really bad restaurants? <laughs> like, because like they're all going to because they're they're wealthy, right? Yeah. So they're going to nice restaurants, aren't
6: they? They're going to nice restaurants and they probably still are, like, asking for ketchup with yeah. their $200 steak.
4: Sarah Huckabee Sanders is asking for some, oh, uh, do you have some ketchup for me? Oh, <laughs> uh, I'd like some ketchup for my uh, Kobayashi steak. <laughs> um, uh, we have a saying, where I come from, all hat, no cattle. <laughs> that's, all I, that's the only quote I can attribute to her is, is saying that.
6: Yeah, yeah, she's a real fucking demon. I was thinking if... Uh, <laughs> If you're a young person who right. wants to do well in politics, fake like like you were saying about Lyndon B. Johnson. Right. You should fake like you're a, um, a conservative baddie. Christian, uh, fundamental Christian. Yeah. Trick everybody. Like just any any, if you're a good person, go against any impulse and any instinct you have. Rise to the top, and then when you get elected to the Supreme Court... or Take
4: some acid and have a reawakening and just sort of undo all the shit that your friends set up.
6: Take some 2CB. Let's talk about that in a moment.
4: Let's talk about that now, actually. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about... um, My guest today is... What music would you like me to play underneath to say your name? Uh, I I have the perfect song. Ready? Okay. Let me make sure the volume's up on this here. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh,
6: no. This is like... It's like a uh ladies. Ladies. It's like a sports talk show. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my guest for today.
2: You've seen him on uh, multiple podcasts, you've seen him live at shows, you've seen him downtown, you've seen him uptown, you've seen him in New York City, you've seen him in the Flatiron District, you've seen him at the Hot Tub on the roof
6: of the Marriott in Salt Lake City Utah. suburbs and the mountaintops. You see this guy. sucking on a bird foot when a bird is dead. Sucking see, on a bird dick.
2: You see no a bird foot.
6: Birds don't have feet.
2: They do, don't they? Hands. Check it out. How
6: good is that? You know, you know. would you know another song that's fun to do that yeah, with? Sure. Is the Friends theme. You can loop it like this? Yeah, the beginning. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Brenda!
4: Do you like being in this this dark
6: environment? It's kind of cool, I, isn't it? Yeah, I'm a real anti-light kind of really? guy.
4: Yeah, I'm definitely anti-light right now. I like, I like the,
6: natural light, but like being at this time of day indoors in a place with no windows, I'd rather it like this than uh-huh. full blast. Full GE. bore. Full board GE artificial light insemination. General
4: Electric, from the people who brought you Machines of War, it becomes machines to cool down your
6: home. From the people who bring you the NBC Nightly News and Machines of War, General Electric.
4: From the people who brought you Condescension at its best, we present Matt Lauer, the desk rapist. <laughs> The and king of condes- condescension, Mr. Matt Lauer, the man who has a special rape buzzer in his office. <laughs> ding, ding, ding.
6: Uh, send in my four o'clock raping, please. Thank Hi, you. Hi, I'm
4: Matt Lauer. I'm the most condescending prick in the past 35 years. And guess what? I'm a fucking rapist. Ha <laughs>
6: ha! Is he gone? He I don't even f- know. Is he wiped off the map? Or did I they mean, just move him to CNBC to host fucking uh, Forensic Files reruns?
4: I mean, that guy pretty much did... What did he do? He He, raped people? He was... I didn't... I only saw enough... I saw enough to know I don't want to see any more. But he essentially... You don't know about the fucking button?
6: No, I don't know. I just stopped paying attention to everything a few years ago.
4: He had a button under his desk that locked the door. Uh Uh-huh. And if this wasn't like his thing only, to be fair, it is like a thing for like upper level people... It's like a thing they have on those. To keep people out? To keep people out, to allow you to uh, to lock the door from your desk for some um, reason. Yeah. For some, I don't know, I, I can't see if you, a reason for using that other than masturbating or raping. So, masturbating, it's fine to masturbate your yeah. desk, but to, to rape is not good. I'm going to say that. And it's a and thing. And
6: we'll be raped right back. <laughs>
4: I guess what he would do is he would have uh, women guests in the office, and he would lock the door without them knowing he locked it, uh-huh. and he would come on strong. and He's Matt Lauer, so he's both beautiful and large. Yeah, and he was uh, he did a he did multiple sort of a, a rape styles on people,
6: strong arm sex acts.
4: Yeah, either way, uh, whatever whatever degree it happened, it was something where it's like he he really it wasn't like a Garrison Keillor type thing where.
6: He Garrison was, Keillor touched a lady on the back, right?
4: I think the Garrison Keillor thing was he was a uh, kind of a creepy old man. Kind I got to say, I
6: don't miss the Prairie Home Companion.
4: Yeah, you don't, but you're not from Minnesota, man.
6: Oh shit, that's right. Yeah. No, my bad. I just shit all over your fucking grave. Your whole life. Your it's whole okay. generation. You know he only did it for forty
4: years, so we have enough to listen to.
6: Like we're gone, ah. That's but not bad. Either way, Matt Lauer, though. I yeah, I didn't like really get the. I, I, you know, I was like.
4: I just found him to be the most condescending person of all time.
6: Yeah, I'll have to take your word for it. I've I've really never. I couldn't tell you any. I don't. I don't think I've watched Matt Lauer do anything in the whole four oh. years he's been on TV. I remember like when him bunch. and Katie Couric came on the scene. They were yeah. like the young kids taking over.
4: They were hot. They were. They were fresh. hot,
6: cute kids. But now they're you know.
4: Remember when Matt Lauer got that haircut, when he got a really short haircut, and he was like, oh my God, he is so fucking hot. Everyone was like, Matt Lauer, Matt Lauer, oh, Matt, yeah. Lauer, Matt, Lauer Matt Lauer, Matt Lauer, Matt Lauer, please lock me with your buzzer.
6: Matt Lauer, buzz my dick. Uh,
4: Yeah, I don't know why I was even saying that. So what's, I was introducing you, and we said something about, um, I don't know, I think I was pretending to be, oh, you said something about NBC, yeah.
6: Oh, G E and N B C. Yeah, G
4: E N B C. So here's my question: Is talk to me about um, about two C E,
6: two I Googled it.
4: Okay, tell me about it.
6: Well, you know, I don't. I don't want to be like a drug guy on every podcast, but it's um, on every podcast. You I gotta think? say, I, I feel like I don't know. I feel like people talk about drugs a lot. I like drugs. Yeah, we we'll talk know, about I'm not po- a, drugs druggy, a lot of crazy drugs podcast. But um, there's this drug called two C B. It's been around since the seventies. Okay. Um, how come I haven't heard of it? You know, I never heard of it until uh, last week, and it is—it uh, was like originally you
4: were, in, you were in Amsterdam.
6: I was in Amsterdam,
4: so that's kind of the reason is they have sort of a free flow over well, there. Well,
6: um, I imagine, yeah. I mean, you, things are pretty relaxed there. I mean, I think you get in trouble if you get caught with something. Maybe oh, I don't know. So, but, how did but you, like European designer drugs are probably like. How did you more, acquire it? There was a guy who was, you know, I was doing shows there, and okay. there was like a guy who was a friend of somebody who worked there, and right. we were just like shooting the breeze, and uh, I don't know, it came up somehow, and he's like, "Well, I'll bring some tomorrow." They have an accent. Yeah, I mean everybody's like speaks a Dutch, Dutch accent. Yeah, so it's like uh, kind of. Uh, yeah, A little Germanish, but this, not really. Everybody speaks okay, pretty good this, English well, you,
4: there. Yeah, you will go for here is uh, that's not a good Dutch accent.
6: No, right. and it's it's actually it's not. It's more almost like. Uh, well, it's, it's not th- even really an accent. It's almost more like like, hey, like a dumb guy like uh, like you say will you go for here for a while? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> this not, is the red light district. It's, like, it's crazy here. You oh uh, yeah, I don't even know. Like, it's just. Uh, Fleur, uh, the dykes, the dykes are here for a long time. Oh,
4: we're going down to the dykes to pick up some bread shoes. I don't
6: think you can say that.
4: Why not? Dykes, D Y K It's mm, a,
6: you don't it? want taken out of context. You fucking lose this show in a minute. <sighs> yeah, I was lose this uh, show. I said dykes. But a guy said he's bet, he's like they he, have a
4: lot of water over there.
6: It's great. I got to say, you know, I'm trying, I'm getting, I'm getting things in gear for the move over to Amsterdam oh, for really? a year or two. Okay. Yeah. So let's
4: talk about the drug. And let's talk about the move.
6: The uh, drug is, it's, um well, the way it was described to me was like, it's like a combination of MDMA and LSD. Okay. Uh, but it's very controllable. Okay. And my experience on it, the MDMA, I didn't really get I took it by myself. Okay. I was like uh, the last day I was there. It's definitely, a, I'm, I did everything perfectly. I took it. I went to the botanical gardens. See,
4: that's my personal favorite for anything is a botanical gardens because it's the perfect blend of the convenience of civiliza- civilization. Yes. civilization without the inconvenience of terrible people.
6: Yeah, you don't want to be trapped in, like, a downtown city center. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, I need to get to a park or something. Something sort of So supreme. it was like it was in a great area because, yeah, Botanical Garden, still in a very, you know, in a bustling part of the city, but yeah. also surrounded by parks. So, uh-huh. um, and I'm glad I did it. That way, and not the night before. It was on the fence of like maybe I'll take it after the last show and no. just like go crazy and yeah. And, and one of the other people there were like, no, you're probably better off going uh-huh. do it tomorrow afternoon. And it was great. Started kicking it at the botanical garden. Spent most of the time just laying in the grass in a in a park by okay. a canal. And it is like, I think it's more. I think it's more of a DMT. Combined really? with LSD,
4: but DMT is such an intense thing, isn't it? I still a haven't DMT, done it. I'm well, but it's too.
6: a very controlled DMT trip. Like you would, you could close your eyes mm-hmm. and go as deep or as little as you want into a DMT trip. Like it's the same vibe of there's like the people there. The like beings or whatever. Oh, really? Like show and they're like, hey, and it's like tubes. There's like it's lots of tubes connecting everything. Okay. And you're kind of always moving, and they're like showing you around. They're like, do you want to go deeper? You're like, yeah. And but like in DMT, when you smoke DMT, it's like boom, you're in there, and it's like getting dropped down a manhole. Kind of, yeah. And it's like, it's, oh, sorry, you a can't, sewer access hole. You can't really sl- slow it down. I mean, uh-huh. I guess you can open your eyes and kind of shake out of the whole thing. Um Wow. But this was like you know, you can close your eyes and go deep and deep, and it's like,, well, how much do you want to see? you want to see everything you want to see a little bit or and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, let's see, okay, I'm gonna go and look at this for a while. okay, I'm gonna go with you. Hey, I'm gonna be right back and then you can kind of come out, open your eyes, and have just the most insane LSD visuals.
4: see, I don't and- get it. I've never had a lot of visuals from lsd except for sort of terrible ones where it was like like sort of uh, bad melting or, like, sort of uh,
3: no,
6: tracery like, kind of things? Yeah, I mean, this was kind of, like, the way it's like almost depicted. You like, mushrooms? Yeah, like mushrooms. Okay, like yeah. psilocybin. I guess, yeah, it's more of a mushroom, um, you know, things kind of going sideways and wavy. Fractals? You're, you're taking a piss in the toilet, it's, like, glowing. and
4: What about, like, fractals or lace yes, lace
6: over your vision? Like, uh, staring into the sky, it's, yeah, there was a lot of fractal kind like of... like, seeing
4: lace Mm-hmm, yeah,
6: patterns. yeah, stuff like that. Okay. But you could make it stop if you needed to. Like, you could totally, mm. if you had to, if you're like, shit, I forgot I have to go to the grocery store or go meet somebody, you could do that.
4: That's crazy to me. That sounds impossible.
6: It does sound impossible. I remember in college, I mean, it would always be there. Like, you could be, you could totally, you know, Mm -hmm. be normal if you needed to be. But like right on you know, right in the right next to you is like, hey, come on back, come on back, whenever you're ready. Do you think that was probably so, just your dosage happened to
4: be a certain amount? No, it's kind of how, how
6: it was explained to me. And if you look it up on Wikipedia, that's it's really kind of explained. Because exactly that's basically how
4: it, that sounds like the perfect drug because I always remember people talking about how they wish they could switch yes. a trip on and off. Like I could switch it on, switch it off.
6: And you could just dive as Deep into it. Like for two and a half hours, mm-hmm. it is can be like the most intense or the most mild, but the most positive I didn't really get like the MDMA euphoria. Maybe if I did it with someone else, then there would be a more of a you know, you'd be kind of just connecting with someone else. Hmm. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't drain your serotonin. There's it zero come down. Like it was but, like sliding into I feel like that's impossible. It I'm I was there. But, I mean, there's no such thing as a free
4: lunch, right? There has to be some sort of a
6: looking, something. You know, read it. I mean, there's not a ton of um, research done on it. Okay. But every the way it was explained to me and what I read about, it is 100% on the nose. Like, when it was, like, I walked to a different park and, like, kind of was, you know, tripping out and laid down in, in the second park for a while and was just mm-hmm. kind of doing my thing and was like, okay, I think it's probably... Yeah, it's slowly kind of wearing off, and then just kind of decided like, all right, I guess I'm done. And it was like not even that like you know when you have like you know when you take mushrooms or LSD, you feel a little exhausted afterwards. Yeah, definitely. So you, and, and when you come tired. back to the real world, it's almost like hitting a fucking. You're like, fuck, I'm back here. Now. Ah, shit, nothing's, uh, Corners I really aren't feel painted. That. I
4: felt well, like more like I just feel. I, just feel I felt like very tired the next day just from – because it was so much happened yeah. that my brain is just – Well, there's no exhaustion. You gotta rest.
6: Or – and maybe not like hitting a wall. But, like, you know when you go see a matinee and then you walk out and yeah. it's fucking the blazing sun? That's like – it's like that. Um, okay. When I not, – not for the C2CB, but, like, with – it's just kind of jarring when I come out of, like, mushrooms or LSD. Right. This was like, okay. That's, like, it's winding down. And it was just kind of, like, sliding – just sliding softly right back into reality. How
4: long did it take?
6: Like the peak was about two and a half hours. But how I,
4: long was the full thing? The full you thing. Slid I back? took it.
6: I oh, when I slid back. Yeah. I mean, almost instantaneously. What do you mean? Like I was. It. You know. It was. I mean, once it was over. Yeah. But how long? So how
4: long was the duration of the trip?
6: The whole thing was like about four. Hours, I'd say four hours, four or five. It took hmm. a little while because I I ate like I got star. I got out of the hotel later that I wanted, so like I kind of ate a big, a larger breakfast than what I did you have for should breakfast? I have. Um, it was actually more of a lunch thing. It was like a Talk about tuna, it. some tuna salad <laughs> on a bread sal- and some soup. Did it and, have onions in it? No, oh, that's I don't good. think so.
4: So much tuna salad has onions in it. I just wish they I wouldn't like that, do that.
6: Though. And then oh. there was these. Oh, so you uh,
4: wish it had onions in it.
6: No, it was really good. I had it. Um, <laughs> I had it the day or a couple of days before. and you I was like, "Oh, I to go back that. to that." Well, I don't mind onions in it, but this was just like a nice, really kind of smallest portion artisanal meal. Um, a
4: European non-fatty meal.
6: Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they're like soup so. and like a couple little pieces of bread. One had like smoked salmon. The other one had tuna salad.
2: What kind of soup was it?
6: Uh, it was pea soup this time. Oh, I was I disappointed because they had this like tomka, like this coconut. Oh, kai? Is that what it's called? Or it's tom- like a coconut-based chicken soup they had before. That yeah. was really good a couple days earlier. Was oil and spice? wasn't too oily or too spicy. Okay. It was pretty perfect. Um, but so I took it at <laughs> about four... Yeah, I'm going to... S- it took about... An, it took like a heavy part of an hour to really... When right. I was like, okay, I'm really... Okay, that tree's really definitely fucking moving around. Um, and then I'd say, yeah, about like eight... Thirty, I was I was pretty much done and totally. And another thing, like the opposite of feeling like exhausted after like having a trip of like mushrooms a, or whatever. Yeah, I went like because then I rode my bike to like I was riding. You, all the hotels have bikes and stuff. Yeah. and everybody rides bikes.
4: They're there. big time bikers.
6: It's crazy. Everybody, it's like the uh, the city's designed for. It. I mean, there's like a there's the sidewalks. I have seen it. Then bikes and then yeah. uh, the street.
4: They're just everywhere.
6: Everywhere. And it's the, it really is. It's a great city to get around. Like it's a good sized city, so it's like it, nothing's more than a twenty minute bike ride. It's all it's flat, all flat too. too. Yeah, for the most
4: part. Because the Dutch fucking built that shit out of goddamn pieces of
6: straw. So I rode down because. Um, You know, almost 20 years ago, I lived in Amsterdam for a a month or two and worked at this hostel called the Flying Pig Hostel. And it was my last day. I was like, oh, I'm going to ride down and find that area and just kind of see...
4: Is anyone still there?
6: No, just kind of (laughs) like... Hey, man, remember Because I wasn't really... I just wanted to see what... You know, because it's so long ago, I was like, I don't really have too many memories. And there were like some... I was like, oh, shit, I remember this place. And went and stopped and had a beer. And I sat down, I was like texting Amanda. And I realized I was like... Oh my God, I feel like I feel like I got a hundred massages. Like every ounce of tension was wow. released from my body. Like from the day I got there, I was like, I should try and get a massage. It's mm-hmm. like a you know, it's a really long travel day. It's right. like 14 hours. Um and not that it was like, you know, my I, it was very like I was de stressed pretty quickly being there, even doing shows and stuff. It was just a very relaxed, fun time. Uh-huh. But that, like, I realized, like, holy shit, I have not felt this like loose and relaxed and great in, like, I mean, it would take like a really, really good hour yeah. and a half long massage. So, I and mean,
4: even then, that's not always the thing. That's more just not, like uh, physical, not yeah. so mental.
6: Yeah, it was. I'm telling you, man, it's not, it does sound like a fairy tale, but it is honestly like it's just like it's the most perfect drug that is in existence. Two. C B. Yeah, I think it's two C dash B is the. Yeah,
4: um, when you when you type it in here, it says uh, it says it's two C dash B, the N is methyl, and I don't know, it's it's not, it's beyond my pay grade.
6: Yeah, you guys all have Google at home.
4: So you're gonna go? How do how do you uh, take it? Pill. I oh, take a pill of it, huh? Mm-hmm. So it gets synthesized in your liver and stuff. It gets yeah. like broken down. That's mm-hmm. interesting.
6: Yeah. So they said you can stick it up your ass and snort it, but snorting it sounds like hell on earth. I don't like snorting anything. No, and they said it's really—it's well, just what I read. It, it burns. Like, yeah, really, really bad burning where it like ruins the fucking. Oh, the lining everything. of your
4: balls. No, of your, of your nose?
6: it ruins the. Uh, just the ruins membranes. the trip, the oh. whole the doing it because you're just like, God, this is this would yeah. be a lot more fun if my fucking nasal cavity wasn't on fire.
4: So you're gonna move there now, huh?
6: Well, I you know. We've been talking about getting out of L.A. Right. for a little while and leaving the country is always appealing. But it's like, I don't know where the fuck we would go. And then it's just and also like having a kid like the you first child. time I was there, walking around. Yeah, there's like just kids walking around like the groups of there's like, oh, two or three six year old, seven year olds just walking around unsupervised. Yeah. Like, it's just like this weird utopia. Everybody, one of them drowns every hour, though. Possibly, but yeah. that's fine. Sort of that's the heard. price you pay. Everybody looks like a fucking supermodel. They're riding bikes. There's no. <laughs> it's illegal to honk your horn. Is it really? Not, unless it's like you're about to kill somebody. Like, unless it's a total emergency. Unless you unless
4: you promise to kill.
6: <laughs> yeah, you have You to. can honk.
4: if like, I'm going to kill. Yeah. Honk. Even though it's like a little fucking Toyota honk. A little meep, meep, meep. Yeah.
6: Though so that's probably... All the cars are small. But I would... Um, yeah, I don't want to be like the college kid who just fucking went out of town for a week and <laughs> it's like so worldly, but... I'm like it's it's really easy for Americans to move there. It is. You don't need a visa for a while. No. Um, I mean, obviously there are there are a lot of comics who have moved there actually. Yeah. No. Well, they had that whole boom Chicago thing. Right. Like Jordan Peele and Heather Campbell. But that's been going
4: there for a while. That's. Boom Chicago! I know tons of people who went through Boom Chicago. Yeah,
6: it's still there. Yeah, it's Heather, still there. Jordan. So does Colton Dunn. Yeah, Colton. A ton um, of
4: those people from Mad TV all were part of that. Yeah.
6: So it's 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 an easy place to move to. It's not. It's cheaper than L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, having a child makes it even more appealing. And be like, oh, this would be a great place to, like, especially this age before yeah. school, it would be a great place to raise a kid for a couple of years. Get
4: her speaking Dutch.
6: Uh, yeah, that'd be easy for yeah. her, I guess. Um, but I don't know. You know, I mean, there's like, it's going to, I mean, that's a big deal to do that. Yeah. But there's also, there's a lot of stuff that...
4: Fortune favors the bold. Yeah. Well, you heard that saying before?
6: I have heard that saying before. Yeah.
4: Or uh, um, a ton of pluck is worth an ounce of, no, an ounce of pluck is worth a ton of luck.
6: Okay. <clears throat> or um is this how the podcast usually goes? Yeah,
4: it's me reciting things I've read on tea bags. Well,
6: I just I feel like I'm boring everybody like talking about drugs. No, I don't think so. Like they're describing a drug trip is like but i've never heard that drug
4: before I, I think i've heard of it back when i was really into reading the vaults of arrowhead mm-hmm. back when i was like you know in the eighth grade trying to buy a cuttings of salvia divinarum oh yeah then to wait come back a year later after graduating from high school and find out that all the fucking loser drug kids were smoking something called silky oh. which was salvia okay i was like i was trying to get cuttings of this shit order to me to, to propagate.
6: Did you go through, did you get a bunch of it no, online? No, I didn't. It was... it was just
4: too difficult, one of those things where... It was when I was in Austin I
6: got, like, it was...
4: This must have been, like, the year before like it a... was really hard to, easy to get. Okay. This was back when it was something just talked about on, like, online drug forums yeah. about being the most, like, the least researched uh, psychedelic, which I guess it still kind of is. I think salvia, I don't know. I don't want to misspeak. But it has something to do with, it has a crossover with DMT.
6: Yo, totally. Oh no, yeah, because that's I when I was it ordering it online. It was like you ordered different strengths of it. It was like twenty times strength was like yeah. going into a DMT trip. You you went somewhere else for that'll blast five, 10 you minutes. Uh, but I would take the like that two CB stuff. I would take therapeutically. Like I would. I think if you took that twice a month, it would really twice a
4: month. That's a lot.
6: Not really. Well, the jury is still out. Or, you know, I'd say once a month, honestly. I mean, yeah. you know, it's only been a week since. I, not even. I took it the other day. Uh, but um, I do think that it's like, you know, it really could help. I mean, everybody's different. Right. But I think for me, like, really just like let go of a lot of fucking bullshit that builds up in my head and right. tension. And also creatively, like, it really just kind of laid out some things of like, you're making all this shit harder on yourself than, than you need to.
4: I found that I found that ketamine can be that way. Ketamine is sort of like, for me, sometimes it makes me feel like, oh, there's no reason to be depressed about anything. Yeah. It's sort of like just saying, hey, look at this. It's like, oh, I guess I just didn't see that before, and then you're like, oh, I, I totally see it now. Yeah. It just there's no reason to even think anything like that at all.
6: That's a lot. Of what I got out of the day was like that. I I overcomplicate things. Yeah. I get bogged down in. Of bullshit, and it's something that's like relatively new, but you know, almost probably 10 years old now. You know, like it's something well, it's a that drug. no, no, just me, like, just kind of like, yeah, getting really kind of caught up in in fucking bullshit and
4: getting stuck in like this, like,
6: yeah, duh, duh, duh. just kind of going in circles and getting you know, just wrapped up with negativity, and, and right. just like seeing things more as a just yeah I don't know just really just kind of fucking putting obstacles in your own way
4: now that you're a dad do you have difficulty um not peeing having like a urine spot on your pants after you go piss what you know when you go pee you (laughs) go pee standing up yeah do you ever
6: get like a pee stand, like a pee dot on my underwear yeah yeah sometimes you know not like regularly well you know what I've you know, I started wiping my dick a while ago.
4: But it's not just the wiping. It's not the wiping the dick. It's the the pee comes out yeah. after you've done wiping it. I'm
6: it talking about my personal experience. It does. Uh, you know, it, I, I'll, have to, I'll keep an eye on it, but you know, it can. There's a lot of factors. If you're in a hurry, um, made my dick so big. I've got. Probably... <laughs> yeah, you got like uh, it's too. It's, yeah, it's because it's, it's like there's too much tubing. Yeah,
4: you can't clear the it out.
6: Base to the, okay, I mean, I you can, can like clear kinda it, kinda it s- out. You, did, did you ever like get it like a toothpaste tube, like start the base I and squeeze to, it I out? I have in started the doing that. Toilet paper? Yeah. yeah, I'll do that, especially if uh, at night when you're going to bed. If you know you don't want any piss getting around anywhere. Well,
4: so before you go to bed, even if you don't have to piss, you just go on the toilet. And no, go. no, after just a Just really pull with, on that.
6: Like if I piss before bed. Okay, you don't want any piss getting in the bed. And sometimes I'll slam my. In the, in the door in the bathroom. What kind door?
4: of door? Like are we talking about wood
6: door here. Yeah, we're talking like probably 1960s. Okay, wood solid door, solid wood. You slam it knob. in the crack
4: and the crack that closes where the where the hinges are and no. the part where
6: no, oh full the part swing. Where, the, where the
4: rubber meets the road.
6: Yeah, <laughs> where the hinge where the uh, latch meets the. So
4: hole. you're like, excuse me, honey, I just got to put the rubber in the where the rubber meets the road real quick.
6: Got to put the rubber in where the rubber meets the road. Interesting.
4: <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I think I just need to work on it. I think it's a I think it's a timing issue
6: could be yeah it's it yeah. could be uh I don't know but totally not, you know
4: you don't know about that
6: i, I don't I, I mean I don't know what the relation to being a dad is like do dads all have piss piss spots
4: just means you're older and you've had like experiences that have <laughs> that have um that have uh like you know it's an experience it's like a notch yeah it's a it's a it's a little tink. The it's belt. like a
6: notch on the way to full incontinence. Exactly. Yeah. Or maybe
4: to dementia. Yeah, that shit's scary.
6: Dementia's. I mean, yeah, of course. I don't Could think happen. it's scary. I'm looking well, for Well, I mean, him. it wouldn't be bad for you. Why? Or, or for, I mean, like, <laughs> for the person... Well, I'd be, I guess be would a be, good dementia patient. No, I mean, like, for one, yeah. like, the person who's actually starts... Like, I... I I'm sure it's really sad as it's when you're cognizant of it happening, but then once you're fully gone, you're the... Everyone else, it fucking sucks for, but you're just like, oh, we're... Oh, wow, this is nice. Where am I? Let's see, the house you've been in for 40 years. Oh, or, or it's like maybe it's
4: scary. Maybe it's like living in a nightmare. Maybe it's scary
6: as hell. It's got, yeah, It's I don't even like to think about it.
4: Dementia, I'm gonna get incha. Pull up my dick and draw the pee stains that you dementia. Just join
6: Mensa. I got a high IQ but a low D- bladder function. D-
4: uh, dementia, I just joined Mensa. Oh, really? Did ya?
6: Yeah, man. Yadman Man Ja Shaba. Now I gotta go take a piss and slam my door down shabba On my ranks. dick and ticka tick tick And tick a tick and get the piss out and Ladies start, and fight,
1: gentlemen, you're listening to Live the Tape here With Johnny Pemberton and his guest, Brendan Walsh
6: Brendan Walsh
1: Brendan Wells is here in the studio We're about to enter to a musical section of the podcast We're currently listening to To something by.
6: I go by B. Michael Walsh. BMW. B. Michael Walsh. B. Michael Walsh. This gentleman that you just heard the voice of B. Michael Walsh, he is a performer. I'm doing shows That's what doing I'm, shows I need to promote my yeah, shows Yeah, talk about your shows right now In the Bay Area The Bay am Area I'm doing shows uh, August 8th through August 12th. 8th through August 12th With Brett Erickson San Francisco, Oakland,
4: Brett Santa Erickson. Cruz San Francisco, Oakland, Santa Cruz What's the eighth date?
6: Park. Oh, the eighth date is a place called Devil's Canyon Brewery in Santa Devil's Canyon Brewery in Santa Cruz. No, it's Santa like Anna, Santa somewhere, Santa, Santa, Rosa? Santa, Santa Rosa, Rosa, Santa Rosa, Santa
4: Rosa. A great place to buy all kinds of craft artisan ales.
6: Uh, yeah, Devil's Canyon Brewery on the eighth, Santa Cruz on the ninth, Santa Cruz. The tenth is a place called Sally Tomatoes. Sally Tomatoes. In Rotor, Rotor Park. Rotor Park. I don't know. I, I don't know about that one. Uh, but come to that uh, It's going to be great I guarantee it The it's. 11th is Oakland At a place called The Uptown The Uptown Oakland And then uh, on the 12th Is the Hemlock In San Francisco The Hemlock Tavern In San Francisco And as just well. go to my BrendanWalsh.com B-R-E-N-D-O And then go on tour dates And there's ticket links there Hell yeah Cheap tickets How cheap? Like 10 bucks If you order them in advance so you want to hear a song, song, right? What song did you want to hear?
3: Know you know, I've been thinking
6: about. that's a good... I, I've, I've been thinking of, like, you know, when you have this opportunity, there are two ways to go. Like, we were talking about just playing right. three different versions of Louie Louie. This the song, is the main one. The Kingsman? We've all heard this before yeah. in a bar. But then I'm like, there are some songs, like, because then you, you... We were stuck in Da Nang. Well, you we were three clicks like... out. <laughs> Charlie had laid us down
4: with suppressive helicopter. I don't feel like all this is Oh, a... the Vietnam. Stuff, I can't
6: really. help... This. this is total Vietnam. It's like, no, nah, it's more like... I associate it with the Animal House. Like, we were stuck in Animal House. There were Vietnamese, Nat, Regulars. There Belushi's everywhere. John
4: Belushi was doing shots of uh, toilet water.
6: We were caught in the middle of a food fight.
4: But the reason that he's drinking the toilet water is because... We had to pour vodka in it because of the Dean. <laughs> the, the Dean showed up. We were, I, I always want to hear... Do you play like this. whole songs on the podcast? Yeah, we play a whole, whole song.
6: Well, because I, well, I, I don't want it to be... I don't want to do the Louie Louie thing. Although yeah, there is a... Okay. Uh, Black Flag did a cover of Louie Let's Louis. hear it.
4: I want to hear it. Why do you want to hear this one, Brendan?
6: The Black Flag? Yeah. Cover? Well, when I jokingly said I'm just going to do three different versions of Louie Louie, I remember that... From one of the first, like when I was first discovering music, like Black Flag yeah. was uh, one of their albums I bought, and this was on it.
4: I think "Louie Louie" is probably the first song that everyone learns to play on the guitar. Yeah. I think it's just one, four, five. da 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 Yeah.
6: I it and dan, Maybe one. Da da. Three, four. Dan. Is that Henry Rollins or is that the other guy? Uh,
4: Keith, what's his name? Keith. That I, remember. But I never that got Keith like crazy
6: off. into Black Flag, I was just like good, I was like, I like the sound, I like the style, like this is the kind of music I want to listen to, but never really was like, not specifically Black Flag. <laughs> and that's like when you're, you know... 13 or however old I was when I found this and was yeah, like
2: this feels like I'm a badass.
6: Well, and also like I was like just, you know, got a guitar, was taking some guitar lessons and right. you listen to this you're like I could fucking make this tomorrow. Uh-huh. I've been playing guitar for a month.
4: So it feels like assess- accessible.
6: Yeah. And then other band, like bands like The replacement sound accessible, but then you're like, oh, it's actually pretty good. It's hard, yeah, hard to play. It's a, lot, it's a lot more complicated than it sounds. Even like uh, Nirvana, like Kirk Cobain doesn't get the credit for being a, a, a Guitarist. I, don't know. I think he's a a better he guitarist was than great you'd guitarist think. was he? Who? Kurt Cobain. He's one of the great guitarists. No, I don't think he was a great guitarist. No, I mean, he's not like, oh, I don't know. feel like he was a great songwriter. He was a great songwriter, but I think he, I think he's talented at guitar. I mean, yeah, he's not Eddie Van Halen talented. Let's hear a little bit of this song. I think
3: I'm free, I might be in jail. Can you help me? I'm in jail, I feel so bad. They say I'm free, I'm really in jail. Can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me?
4: I tell is that Rollins? I don't know. A bunch hey, of guys. Who, hi, I listen to a bunch of guys who don't know. Yeah, of all the questions not done about music, I bet every it's like every person I know knows the answer to this but me.
6: Uh, if this is Henry Rollins, yeah, or the other guy? Do you know, it's it's fucking death. It's to death. I think that's Henry Rollins. Is it? I it's it's hard to say. What about off off
4: off is uh who off is um. The guy who used to be Keith Morris, right? Because didn't he, he was the original lineup for Black Flag. Keith Morris.
6: Yeah, that's. So maybe, like I said, this I does sound like. Never got crazy into them. It was just kind of like when I was discovering music and was like, oh, this is in the section where like Dead Kennedys and the other stuff that is like, you know, kind of the things that I want to start defining my sensibilities.
4: I used to be really against punk music for a while. Because I thought of it as being like too, redu- too simple, too like boring. Because I was really into it when I first got into skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Some people got me into like no effects and uh, screeching yeah. weasel. Oh yeah, you're into screeching weasel.
6: Yeah, I had a roommate that was really into screeching weasel. Like, I never really got they're into.
4: They're it. kind of. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to. I'll play. It, it was
6: almost like I felt like they they were more like Blink 182 than they were closer to Blink 182 than like Minor Threat or. Black Flag. Right. But is
4: that I, bad? No, I think What's maybe it's generational.
6: There? Like, I'm a little older than you, and I think yeah. that, like, finding... It, I think it's whoever you discover first. Like where it's, True. You know, like, it's like, I, I heard... Eddie. I listened to Eddie Murphy's Delirious before mm-hmm. I listened to Richard Pryor, so, like, I don't appreciate Richard Pryor as much as I think if I had listened oh. to him first. Even though he was before Eddie Murphy. Even though he was before Eddie Murphy, but, mm-hmm. like, I was introduced to that to somebody who is inspired by him first. So it's hard to kind of take a step back sometimes. Yeah, because you just
4: can't can't see it for what it is because you just know about it in the order that you got it.
6: Right. And if, like, the other way, if I, you know, got really into Richard Pryor when I was 14 and then listened to Eddie Murphy's Delirious, I might have been like, ah, this is kind of the Blink-182 of... Richard Pryor, even though Blink-182 doesn't exist yet. Right.
4: <laughs> I'm gonna play one of these songs, because I want to see what this sounds... I haven't listened to this in forever, because you made me think about this. Okay. I don't know. am trying to think of the song you used to listen to so much. Because I had this, this... is the album Wiggle. This is, like, their big... Okay, this was one that I thought the title was very scandalous. Yeah. It's called Jeannie's Got a Problem with Her Uterus. Yeah, and you that's see, very I bad. feel
6: like this kind of, like, you know... There was like, you know, like the Meat Men I don't know uh, Meat Men like, No, Meat Men I don't know Meat Men uh, you, Like there were Like this sounds, you know, shit. like like the What I consider punk rock is like You know, minor threat, black flag. Yeah. Like this is so produced It's so but It's clean not so sound. produced It's very clean sounding I guess, this is like very fucking clean, skate punk, like, man it is, yeah, but it's like it's like a cleaner I'm not I'm not uh, criticizing it. I am just saying the way I see it, it's like this Southern California like I don't know, there's just a certain it's like too tidy for me. You know what I don't There's think nobody that... fucking up, like every yeah. note is hit, it's they did this in a studio with a professional guy.
4: I don't think I maybe like it's this... just the
6: technology got better too, you know. Because this was made in the nineties and like No, yeah, this wasn't black. made in the nineties, wasn't it? This stuff, was it made even later, 2000?
4: Honestly, I don't know. I think it probably was made...
2: (laughs) I'm not really sure. Uh,
6: Because I feel like Black Flag was like... I mean, all that stuff, like Black Flag and shit, was before my time. Like, when I was discovering it, it was already probably almost 10 years old.
4: This is the 2000, this is the 25th anniversary remix, so that's 2018. So yeah, I guess the 90s, isn't it?
6: 93?
4: Yeah, early 90s. Yeah, okay. You know what? I don't remember I used to listen to this shit all the time. I don't remember any of these fucking songs at all. I can't I mean I've just listened to this a ton, I can't remember. That's any the of other shit. thing, like it doesn't
6: really have much character to me. No. Like, it sounds like the soundtrack to a skateboarding video game even. Yeah. Play.
4: Sounds um, like it was made by someone.
6: Right, it's like okay, we need this. We need music that sounds like this for the background of this.
4: I honestly can't remember any fucking songs at all.
6: So I win this.
4: You route. do win this one. Well, that's what I was trying to say. Is that I think I stopped liking punk because I liked bad stuff early on because it was what got introduced to me by skateboarding buddies, oh, yeah. and then I was like, oh, but all punks, all stupid and shit. Because I got into like jazz and like funk and stuff, yeah. and I thought that all punk was bad. I like so I just s- hated any punk up until like maybe it took me a couple years of people trying to turn me on to more interesting punk, like I don't know, like the Raincoats or Slant yeah. Six or any you know, of that kind of weirdo. The
6: wipers or whatever.
4: Yeah, the Wipers I didn't hear about until very recently, actually. Um, we
6: I play also, some you know, was always looking. I always liked funny stuff. Like the Dead Milkmen was yeah. one of the first things, and Big Lizard in my backyard. There was a song called "Taking Retards to the Zoo" <laughs> and and Camaro," and it was it had a cool album cover. Yeah. But I was like, I gotta fucking hear this, like, cause this, and it well, blew my mind. You heard the song title before you heard the song. I looked, I got the record. Like, I, there was a record used record store oh, in you my just neighborhood, saw it. and, it was and like, I was, and I was like, this so is a funny. cool. Dead Milkman's a funny name. The album cover, it's a cool drawing. What is it? It's a just a. It's the album's called Big Lizard in My Backyard, and it's just a drawing <laughs> of this giant lizard sitting in someone's backyard, <laughs> Right. cartoonish. Yeah. And then I read the song titles on the back and. One was Taking Retards to the Zoo and the other one was Bitching Camaro. And the, the and when I listened to them, Bitching Camaro is definitely like, I was like, this is funny. These guys are just like funny. They're just like, yeah. hey man, what you doing? And then, I mean, we could, that's like, you should play, they're both okay, pretty short. Okay, what song, Bitching Camaro? Bitching Camaro, yeah, that's like, that'll be fun to listen to.
4: I don't think I've ever heard this. Because there's a lot of this stuff that I just, oh, here it is. This
6: and their is names so cool. are like Joe Jack Talcum. <laughs>
4: See, this is
3: that baseline already. Hey Jack, what's happening?
6: <laughs> I don't know. And they're from well, Philly. Uh, room town okay. So it's like relatable.
3: Going down to the shore.
6: Going down to the shore. That's what everybody did. Oh uh, yeah. Plus, I so think so I'm is. going to go down to
3: the shore. <laughs> what are you going to do down there? Uh, I don't know. Here's accent. Play some video games. Buy some Def Leppard T-shirts. Don't forget your Motley Crue T-shirt. You know, all proceeds go to get their lead singer out of jail. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can't yeah, wait to go down. Hey, uh, we going to check out the sandbar while you're down there? Uh, What's the sandbar? That's <laughs> uh, a place that lets 16-year-old kids drink. Are they making fun of someone oh, right cool. now? They're making fun
6: of, basically, the yeah, like kids from Philly that go to the Jersey Shore. Uh, wow. and things that were popular no. in 83, whatever this came out. Crystal Shit. Crystal Shit. Wow.
3: Yeah, they do a door show. <laughs> I'm really impressed. In fact, it goes a little like this. Number <laughs> two times, baby. Twice today So are they making fun of the Doors now? Yeah That's Well so they're making fun of like cover I bands
6: got Wow um, He also two
3: times just baby. fucked up He love literally just fucked up Yeah, the bass <laughs> This is there. so I fucking not a PC of humor and don't take It's like from
6: 84 maybe? Yeah, I mean well, I was what's like... the core?
3: Mind. I was yeah. young and the it was a huge, it was here an here old record. Now that's another story. The important thing here is that we get to the part where you ask me how I'm going to get down to the shore. <laughs> oh, how are you getting down to the shore? Funny well, you should ask. I've got a car now. Oh, wow. How'd you get a car? Oh, my folks drove it up here from the Bahamas. <laughs> folks? <laughs> You're yeah. kidding. From the Bahamas? It must be the Bahamas or islands. Okay, the important thing here is that uh, you ask me what kind of car it is. Uh uh what kind of car do you got? I've got a bitchin' Camaro. Camaro. Oh cool.
2: Camaro,
6: hey. donuts on your fish lawn, donuts on your lawn,
2: Camaro, pitching Camaro, Tony Orlando and Thorne. When I drive past the kids, they all
6: spin and cuss. Cause I've got a pitching Camaro, they
3: have to ride the bus. So you better get out of my way when I come through your yard.
6: Cause I've got a pitching Camaro and Exxon credit card. Wow, pitching camaro, camaro, hey man, where are you headed? Pitching Camaro, pitching Camaro, I'm, I'm drunk, on, on I'm, I'm letting. So that, like, I was like, this is, it's like, I like the music, it's fun, like, these guys seem like fun guys to hang, like, I was like, these are, like, guys I want to hang, they are like, seem like older kids, like, these guys were probably fucking 17 when they recorded You think so? I don't know, they sound young as fuck, and they're still, like, they're probably in their 50s now, and they, uh, that was, I don't know, is there a year on that? It's gotta be, like, 84, I'm gonna say. Let's see here, it says... All these things are always reissued, mm-hmm. so it doesn't say. Oh. But this is from the album. Uh,
4: it's from their first album. It says 1985.
6: That's their first album, 1985? Yeah,
4: uh, Big Lizard in mm-hmm. My Backyard. Okay,
6: yeah, okay. So then, yeah, it was out for... I mean, I bought it probably four years mm-hmm. after that, or three. I don't know. I think 87 was maybe a big year of discovering music for That's me.
4: cool, because it's like they... That's such a common... Not a common thing, but it's such like a part of the whole... The punk thing where... You're making fun of the bros. Yeah. Like, you're making fun of bro dudes.
6: but Well, and that's, like, the Jersey Shore, too, is, yeah. like, you go down to the boardwalk, it's all these, like, bootleg Def Leppard, and, yeah. well, like, back then, but it's just, like, yeah, just shitty T-shirts and, like, oh, let's get fucking drunk and go see a cover band, uh-huh. and, yeah, they were just, like, fucking making fun of everybody. It's so funny. The weird thing about all that is that there's so
4: many things that are from that era that have that same tone, where they're making fun of... Like jocks or making fun of mm-hmm. like, uh, like, what do you say, his parents brought him the car. Yeah. Like rich kids yeah. and that stuff. But at the same time, if you take everything they say nowadays, it's stuff where people be like, ooh, you can't, that's bad. Oh, yeah. It's such a weird thing on how all that stuff, everything that is punk at one point in time always, unless it's like art punk, which mm-hmm. means it's like kind of off the grid and it's like apolitical. Yeah. But so much of that stuff is... It's like bad. It's it, you. If you listen to it now, it's just you can't. It's like you can't listen to it in the same way because you're like, I mean, I, I don't mean you can't enjoy it. It's just that thing where it's so funny how quickly things change when it's the same. It's the counterculture. Yeah. Yet the counterculture is being is going against what is currently
6: considered. Well and everything is so different now. Like this was like discovering cuz then there was me and my friend John like there was a radio station like a college radio station that you would pick up from I mean probably in the city but there was a specific show like at a on whatever late at night and right. they played crazy punk rock music. So it was like access was really like you really had to it's like yeah, oh shit. You had to dig like really there's a hard. song like you know Called Fist Fuck by like mm-hmm. Doctor No, I think was the name of the band, and and like another song, I'm in love with your mom, and like that was like, I guess like every, I was always into just like fucking silliness and Doctor like No,
4: I think Dude, it was I just Dr. found Fist it. It's Fist on fuck? here. Yeah, it's fucking on oh, here. Oh yeah, it's, let's. Uh, Doctor No Fist Fuck.
6: It's like this super short song, but yeah, when we discovered this man, we fucking just. Oh. Fist
4: fuck! <laughs> We're like 14. Oh. This is called Nard Horror. Nardcore, hardcore.
2: Fist box. Oh, my God. Right up your ass! <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> baby! Big oh greasy God. hand! Oh, take, a greasy Take hand. it like a man! Thrust Oh! you better watch out! Cause that old gonna take a big fist gonna thrust it way up your ass! going to pull Oh, my God, you'll lick the shit off! What do you think of that oh <laughs>
6: Whoa I don't know who he's Like they're calling people out Probably like some punk scene Yeah Cause they he, he talks about El Duce Which I think is that guy that Supposedly Well you'll hear So that El Duce I think was like a punk guy Well in the Kurt and Courtney documentary He's a guy that said that Courtney Love Offered him like $50,000 to kill Kurt Cobain And then he fell asleep on train tracks and died Fell asleep
4: on train tracks
6: Yeah El Duce And I I assume it's the same guy I don't know Like I don't know the uh, history of any of this Like I'm surprised that Mm-hmm. That the band was even called Doctor No, like that it's you Dr. found no, that so it's, easy.
4: Well, I just typed in Fistfuck. I guess yeah. there's not a lot of song called Fistfuck. <laughs> it's Doctor K N O W. Okay, like Doctor, yeah, yeah. like I know about it. Yeah, Doctor No. That's that's funny. That reminds me of like uh, there's this band called the Evolution Control Committee. It's more of, like electronic thing. Mm-hmm. But the stuff that's coming up is not the uh, the the weird. There's always like uh, electronic guys I used to be into back in the day like uh, Dormouse and... uh, Oh, yeah, that
6: sounds familiar.
4: And this stuff was, like, super aggressive. Um, Like, I'll just play this song. It's not the, the same. It's definitely different in terms of, like, what it sounds like, but it's a similar kind of thing where it's being... Like so, it's so aggressive and so. Did you ever like, listen
6: to like Nitzer Ebb and like Front two four two Knitzer Ebb? I guess
4: little, that's more of an dust. Industri- that's industrial. That's like industrial.
6: Yeah, there was a guy in my neighborhood that was into that Skinny Puppy and yeah. fucking like. Uh, I used to
4: live in the same building as the guy from Skinny Puppy. Oh no shit! Downtown, I'm pretty sure because he had a, he had a car called like, Doom Buggy or something okay. or Gloom Buggy, yeah. and I'm pretty sure. Because we used to get his mail sometimes. It would be like skinny. I'm almost certain he was a guy who used to be in a skinny pup.
6: Could be. I don't know much about them. But that uh, shit's like, that's industrial. That's like goth industrial Yeah, I never shit. got. Those guys in their face, fucking, it was this guy and this girl in their uh, apartment smelled like cat. They had like so many cats. Or right. Maybe, maybe just one or two cats, but it just fucking, it's the first place. <laughs> That I was ever in where I'm like, oh, thanks thing's like cat. Wait, what
4: are you talking about? You whose apartment was
6: this? The the Nitzureb Front 242 two, oh, really? skinny puppy couple that I, like, made friends with. And it was, like, yeah, the first time I went to somebody's apartment. This is in Philly? In Philly, yeah, okay. yeah. Like, I was work. i think I met him from when I was working at the video store in high school. And he lived—I don't know how. Maybe we, like, just hit it off movie-wise mm-hmm. and— he was like, oh, you want to come over and fucking drink a beer or whatever? I live right up the street. Like, he was, yeah, like, I, one of the first guys where I was like, shit, he's got his own place. Like, Whoa. Yeah, him and his girlfriend live together, and they're, like, not even, they're, like, 17 or some shit. And they and
4: weren't even married.
6: No, yeah, and they got cat piss all over everything, apparently, cause it fucking smells like cat piss in here. <laughs> but but it was it's funny almost when like, you go to someone's cool. house,
4: like it's not your parents' house for the first time, and you realize how fucking nice your parents' house is, basically, like, how, like, oh, like, Uh, Young people live in filth.
6: Yeah, it was was the first time I think that I had like an acquaintance where I'm not going to their parents' house to hang out with them. And it was like, fucking, we could smoke cigarettes in there and like fucking, you know. Yeah, I guess we would drink beer kind of. Yeah, I had this like awful, well. Yeah, Whatever, I had like this girlfriend and like awful girlfriend. Well, I mean, you know, in hindsight, yeah, it was like yeah. I was 17 or whatever, and it was just like, oh, that was just not a healthy relationship. You really, know?
4: Was, you didn't have a healthy relationship back then? That's weird. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't think know. I had man. It took me forever to even even realize what that was. I felt, uh, yeah, like, I had no idea.
6: Yeah, I was well, lost. what were you playing? No, I, so this I didn't is, want to sidetrack this. Is
4: this, happens. um. This is this guy, Dormouse, and this is a mix with him and Venetian Snares. It's like one of their big songs, but this is... I'll play this, and then I'll play a different one. But this, to me, is like... I got introduced to this pretty oh,
2: young. A window in hell. Okay, and yeah. it has,
4: like, a comedy element to it, because it's so... Uh, they used to
6: make fun of it's aggressively... like almost. Right. Yeah. But they,
4: they would... Here a couple more seconds of this. It was a cool part. Maybe it's not this one. Maybe it's the, the original. He says something funny. Oh, okay. But it's like this thing where it's so, uh... They used to make fun of the rave scene pretty hardcore. Like, make uh-huh. fun of it. Yeah. They were, they were making electronic music Chainsawed themselves.
2: Chainsawed fingers and bones.
4: But they were saying all kinds of stuff. that was like just making fun of the whole idea of rave culture because of how because rave culture got pretty fucking
2: chairs made of human skeletons uh,
4: we used, we used to edit and say chairs made of pussy hairs <laughs> someone cut it in that way maybe it's on this other one I should fucking I gotta play that I wanna hear that shit this is the beginning of it. this is the Skelechairs remix
1: broken out of a window in hell we're
4: about to hear it I swear to god
2: Chairs made of human skeletons. Oh,
4: they changed it. I guess maybe it's just on my record that I bought. Oh. But there's this other guy I found on the podcast years ago. His name is uh, Stunt Rock. And he was like, of all this whole scene, there's this whole scene called Addict Records in Milwaukee. And these guys used to do all this crazy, weird shit. And this guy put out this album. um, Some of it's very depressing, but all the song titles are super funny. I feel like this is a bad one to play. I, I just, I don't know if this is maybe I won't play this because it's just too fucking dark to play right now. It's all this stuff like him sampling old movies and shit. Okay. And this song, this, this song is called And If I Had No Real Job and No Mortgage Payment, Maybe I Could something. I don't know. just can't,
6: can't even fit the whole title. Huh? Yeah. It's all this
4: like very forthright, almost like emo, weird electronic shit. But all these guys used to do all this stuff and it was so fucking a, angry and aggressive, like that punk stuff, like the punk yeah. version of electronic music.
6: Well, then there's also like one song that popped in my head when you said, that, and it's like, again, it's a band that I'm not familiar with their body of right. work, but it's just one of the best songs. You know the band, Mount, the Mountain Goats or Mountain yeah, Goats? right. That song, No Children?
4: See, the Mountain Goats is weird because I used to make fun of the Mountain Goats a lot because when I first learned about them, I was visiting my friend Nate he went to college in Madison, uh, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and um, he was one of my best friends. I went to visit him, but I took a semester off to have my have my, my colon surgery, right? Uh-huh. So I was hanging out. Before I had the surgery, I went over to visit him in Madison, Wisconsin at, at the big university there. Yeah. And he had a roommate named Josh who was like super emo indie dude. Okay. This is before I really kind of knew... I don't know. I didn't know a lot of super emo indie folks. He kept playing this one song with the Mountain goes over and over again.
6: I hope it's not this song.
4: What's this one you want to
6: call? N- no, no Children? No, no Children. It's yeah. definitely and not. And it's that. just like the lyrics in it. I'm like, God damn, this guy hates that fucking woman. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, it's great. It's a super short song again, but it's just like the lyrics are like, wow, that's fucking, that's really coming from a oh, real Oh, This was place. on his
4: album. The, this is on the album Tallahassee, yeah. which was a big deal because I went to college Tallahassee.
6: Oh.
5: I hope that I. Few remaining friends give up on trying to save us Yeah I've heard
4: this song a thousand hope times
5: we come up Okay with yeah. a plot I just you to know piss it's, off the dumb fuse and there's us.
6: like some lines in here that I'm like I hope man that's we fucking mended, Well, the the drowning the line old is
5: good And I hope we hang on past the last exit I hope it's already too late And I hope the junkyard a few blocks from here someday burns down and I hope the rise Huh. Again. In my life I hope I lie And tell everyone You were a good wife And I hope you die Jesus I hope we both die
6: Yeah, it really kicks into high gear here <laughs>
4: This is a I definitely was guilty of writing off Early on In a, like a bad way Yeah Like big time
5: myself shaving tomorrow I hope it bleeds all day long Our friends say it's darkest before the sun rises We're pretty sure they're all wrong I hope it stays dark forever I hope the worst isn't over And I hope you blink before I do I hope I never get sober And I hope when you think of me years down the line You can't find one good thing to say And I'd hope that if I found the strength to walk my way I am drowning There is no sign of land
6: I think that's it for the lyrics but, but those are like some fucking I'm like, yeah it's super dark it really captures too where you're like yeah we've all kind of been there where it's like i hate myself i hate you see i think i everything. was
4: definitely too young to sort of understand
6: there's a lot this, of stuff I, mean, I, I don't know this from when it i i don't know how old this song is i've yeah. probably only heard this song that's, for the first time like six uh, years ago I think this is from
4: something. about 2006 six, two thousand no it's actually from about 2001 or 2 I'm pretty sure oh,
6: okay yeah so I'm not like I have no history with this except yeah. somehow I heard it and was like 2002 2002 shit. yeah yeah I have I I probably didn't hear it until after 2012 or yeah.
4: something yeah well I, d- I definitely wrote that band off hardcore because I just I dismissed it as like being kind of like Just trite indie stuff. And I just, it was one of those things where I, there's a lot of bands like that back in the day when I was working at that college radio station. I definitely just got, it got so overexposed to me that I sort of just, uh, I don't, I was trying to be I was a contrarian basically. Yeah. I didn't want to listen to that. And also the well, I could see the lyrics too, too,
6: like, you know, I mean, that song, I think I'm just like, fuck, that's that's a good fucking song. But yeah. I could see like listening to a whole album and it's like, oh, they're like Mumford and Sons or something. I don't shit. think like, so. I
4: think John Darnell is like kind of got this weird. He's one of those people who kind of transcends a lot of
6: yeah, uh, stuff. Like, I should pe- listen to more of them because that's like, it's just like, God, I've never heard a song where it's just like, you know, I hope you die. I hope we both die. The
4: reason so there's someone I'll play now that I think uh if I can remember which song it is, there's this band called Shoo Shoo, you ever heard of them? No. It's XIU Space XIU.
6: Uh yeah. This is the maybe. same
4: era. This is 2004. This is an album called Fabulous Muscles. Um I think this is the one. There's one there's some lyrics in one of these songs that are just so fucking neck like, nasty and <laughs> it's like beyond emo I feel like I'm not gonna be able to find it right now I might have to just pause for a second if I can find this fucking song let me just find this because I gotta play this it's so funny
6: Shushu shoo shoo. are they uh, Japanese or something
4: it's some it's this it's like Andy electro pop shit oh, yeah. and the way he sings is very just yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like I like the sound of that though. It's great. It just uh, can be it can be a little bit uh grating if yeah. you're not if you don't want it. Basically talks about coming under his workout bench, <laughs> which is the greatest lyric of all time. This is it. Hold on. I think this I is I don't it. know.
6: I mean, I, I'm drowning or I'm drowning, I'm taking you down with me, hand in unlovable hand, <laughs> I well, hope you die.
4: Yeah, this is, okay, I think I found it, this is it. Okay. This is the title track, Fabulous Muscles, from Shoo Oh, nice.
0: Break my face and
4: it was the kind to touch you. It's just so emo.
6: So there's, there's not a hint of irony here?
4: I don't think so, but also I feel like I don't... I don't even know enough to say
3: my dreams around your thighs
6: my what year did this guy kill himself <laughs> he's doing too well to kill himself fabulous muscle
4: it's about to get even more emo me after you come on <laughs> please. Honey, boy, it's like the frogs, though. We should play some frogs. Oh, frogs.
6: My daughter, the boss. Well, here's the deal.
4: I think, which I just talked over the best lyric. Okay, ready? Oh. Listen to this
0: beneath your work My lips. Honey boy, place my
4: ashes in the face. Place my ashes in a vase beneath your workout bench. That's that's got to be some of the best. I, I I tell you what this is. This is, this is. I believe this is music written by a gay man about uh, gay love, which which much the same as the frogs, right?
6: I mean, I th- I always thought the frogs were just two silly, crazy guys. You didn't know that. I mean, it's definitely like yeah. I mean, they're but I didn't know if like the it's all right and natural was like. A ge- like I didn't know if they were seriously gay or just like being I think that's the beauty of
4: the frogs is they are doing both. They are they were gay guys, they were gay men. Yeah. Writing and singing uh songs that were sort of basically making taking down the music industry like Yeah. It's all a big takedown of music. Okay, here's a good example. This is the first song I've ever heard of, they of the Frogs. With
6: smashing Pumpkins. So they, they did. Open That's how them. I found yeah. out about them, because yeah. I used to
4: have that video called Vuforia, which was the Smashing Pumpkins, like, VHS thing. It had James Eha and the whole band going to a therapist, and James Eha's mom giving him a massage. All these, like, weird 90s kind of stupid jokes. And this is a song they played on there. Oh,
5: Mom was
6: always wondering why and it does, it actually, I it captures their sound better so. oh,
5: was always wondering why I was staying after school I'm in the sports mom and also I'm in the locker room with the boys I'm in the shower and I drop the soap <laughs> every time oh moments uh-huh uh-huh it's
6: such a good song. That's the weird thing. And it, I feel like all these songs are like one take. Like they yeah. made up on the fucking. They
4: also do that thing where they have a great song going, and once it gets really good, they're like, "It's over." Yeah. Like right when it starts to try to get really fucking good, it's over. Well, that's too bad. We can't hear that in its full stereo glory right now.
5: the
6: but that's the thing about that band, is they were... My daughter's missing. That's what it was, right? I it's hope the, she hasn't <laughs> been raped. Or What about Baby Greaser George? Yeah. That's one of the worst
4: things I've ever heard anyone <laughs> say. What does he say about Baby Greaser George? Something to the effect of... Uh, I mean, it's like so terrible, I didn't even want to say it, because it's like one of those things where they're saying the worst thing because they know it's the worst thing to say.
6: Yeah. It's like, we're going to say the well, worst thing. That's like the, you know, I had the change done down at the shop and it's just like uh, talking about putting penises all over <laughs> their body, like having attached and then yeah. like uh, something like there's a, he's like, and then like gets something put where his asshole is. And he's like, then where would the poop come from? It's Out always- of the mouth. <laughs>
4: And I think it's because those guys probably, that was their experience in life, is that they were, they were such outsiders. They just figured, why even
6: try I, I mean, I feel like it's almost like a wean sensibility, too, where they're like, let's just fucking. Because yeah. I, I seem to remember listening to some of those Frogs albums, and you can hear them laughing at the end of it. They're stopping laughing, the yeah. They're um, laughing,
4: but it's a different thing. Cause ween is, I feel like ween is more absurd and f- funny. The frogs to me always felt like they're just saying the worst thing you can say. It's yeah. like that joke. That joke I have talking about if you're in a line, at the, if you're in a line at TSA, just say something about sucking a baby's dick. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. like, what did you just say? I'm like, I didn't say, well, I didn't say anything. What are we talking about?
6: Yeah, yeah. Did you just
4: say this? Why would I ever say that? Yeah. Like you Suck obviously it on a baby dick. It's the worst thing you can say. It's like the frog always did that thing with, what's the worst thing we can possibly yeah. say? And it's funny because shit. I guess it's like it's almost like to me it's like it's it's the like being like a truly being a jester. It's the person who is the uh, they're like the uh, they fucking get the shit out by being the worst.
6: Yeah. They're like clowns. Well, but that sensibility is what like you know, going back to the first songs that you know, the punk songs that I That that's like there's a through line of that sensibility that's always appealed to me where it's just like, I can't believe I'm a loser. This is so funny. Well, no, like the stuff like the that appealed to me, like the Dead Uh Milkman, you know, was like there's a silliness to it. And that's how I took the frogs where I was like Oh totally. So impressed that these guys recorded this, somehow they put it on, you know, touch and go, like (laughs) Mm -hmm. put it on their record label, and now I'm listening to a song called Grandma in the corner with the penis in her hand, going, "No, no, 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 no,
4: I think it comes from a place though of that thing where you are being a clown, like you're being like you're being the worst because you sort of feel like uh it
6: captures like... the feeling like listening to that stuff like the first time like discovering that stuff, it kind of captured the feeling that you get when you knock on someone's door and run away, yeah, you know, like it's like that kind of like that like rush of this is fucking." This is, yeah, this is right up my alley. You're this doing is, something
4: bad just to do it because it's bad. Cause yeah, and it's like, fun, though. But you, it's also, the, to me, it always goes back to the idea where these people, they don't think, you don't, you're not trying to be famous with something. You're just trying to have fun with it. So it's this idea where you're not like, you're not making music because it's really good. and Yeah. You're not, you don't have like this self-importance. Yeah. it's the opposite it's like a humility by doing something that's kind of just it's, you're kind of just making some trash stuff that's fun for you well
6: or there's just yeah and that's what like because music before I discovered the like the first two albums that I bought or maybe not totally like I probably maybe bought like a Van Halen thing before that but when I discovered the Dead Milkmen I got Give Me Convenience or Give Me Death by mm-hmm. the Dead Kennedys and that had a song on there called Too Drunk to Fuck and I remember in my 12 13 year old brain just not get. I was like, they'll <laughs> never play that on the radio, right? Like, why would you make? Because like all I what? knew was like WMMR, like the fucking radio stations. That's where I got all my music. So why would you make that something day? It wouldn't like, play. Yeah, why would you make a song called "Taking Retards to the Zoo"? They're not gonna play that on fucking <laughs> WYSP, right? And too drunk the to fuck, like. Nobody's going to play that. It's got the fucking F word. I can't even believe I'm reading this. I have to buy this record and take it home At and listen to it.
5: Came my way today.
6: So that's like oh, a real, you know. But a lot of people never break out of that. I think. No, I people I think, are just like, oh no, it's Dave Matthews. Like, not to shit on Dave Matt, but I just mean like people don't ever realize that like there's not just NBC, CBS, yeah, and the top forty station, and that's you know that's what's wrong with the fucking country. What's wrong?
4: I don't have people saying being the worst. Harmlessly, harmlessly terrible.
6: Harmlessly terrible. Yeah. Or just finding something it. that you connect with that's like, oh, there's no, these people are just doing this for the sheer joy of creating this. Yeah. Like there's no mm-hmm. ulterior motive of like... You know, like, let's fucking get this in a Honda commercial. Although, (laughs) like, 25 years from now, there'll probably be a fucking frog song in a Honda commercial. Maybe even five years. I don't know about that. Well, I mean, fucking, there's, like, Black Sabbath. Like, if you told somebody in 1973 that fucking... Paranoid would be in a fucking Cadillac commercial. Right. They think you're... They say you're fucking... You're not from the future. You're crazy. There's definitely a lot of heroin
4: rock and car commercials. There's... Yeah. Heroin anthems.
6: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking, like, Lou Reed and, yeah. and Iggy Pop. Like, exactly. Yeah, lust for life. Yeah, lust for life. And then even, uh... What's, uh... What's your name? The Lou Reed, there's, uh...
4: Transformer Um Across hundred. Ah um, wait and fall What up, a man. perfect
6: day What's that? That's like that's a heroin song. Every, every song's about heroin. Right? It's a perfect day. I'm here with you. And it's all about like doing heroin and it's like fucking like a Travelocity commercial or whatever. But <laughs> it's such a perfect day.
1: I'm glad I spent it with you. Thank you for being on the
6: podcast, Brendan Walsh. Thanks for having me. Do you and, uh, anything you'd like to mention before we close okay. out? Just those uh, dates in Northern California. I need August to come. 8th through August 12th. Yeah. in central to Northern California. It's all pretty north. Well, it's all
2: in the Bay Area. Depends on how north north is to you. It's true. I mean, if you live in Oregon, it's south. Okay. Go to my website and you know, all the ticket links are there. B R E B R E N D uh, O O N Walsh, W-A-L-S-H, dot com.
4: Cool. Uh, so you're going to stay in space? We can't even go back to space. I thought we were in space. The problem is, it's not scary. I,
6: it. I fucking hate it. I only
1: comments from Neil Armstrong on a view out the view we- out the window and a uh, weather report.
6: Hey, Houston, did you ever hear this song? Fistfuck by Dr. No. They're gonna say no.
1: circuits uh, and 3,140 nautical miles the s4b is reported in a stable attitude for this separation rates are less than one tenth of a foot per second in all axes one minute to separation